Hello and welcome to the Coffee in the Green Room podcast. This is a show for rising talent, entertainment industry insiders, and those with a curiosity of what life is like in front of the camera. If you've ever struggled with getting started as a model, actor, or musician, well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Today's episode is hosted by Deneen White, writer, author, publicist, and TV host. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, and welcome to Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the Green Room. Tonight, I'm really excited to have a very special guest on the show, James Johnson. James Johnson is an actor, he's a model, and he's someone that I had the opportunity to meet just over a year ago at an event in New York City. Now, when I first met James, he was not the man sitting in front of you today. So I can't wait for him to share his story with you tonight. So James, how excited are you to be on the show? Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Let's get right into this. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being on. So before we get into the show, I just want to give everyone a little idea of, of the story of what Hollywood Mindset TV is all about. So what we find is that there are so many people who are getting into the entertainment industry, but they're putting the cart before the horse. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is they're so focused on getting an agent or um, a manager that they're forgetting about the most important things, which are getting work booking work, making money, and having the right mindset that will actually make a manager or an agent want to work with you. So tonight we're going to talk to James about how his mindset got him where he is, where he was before he met us, and where he's planning on going. So James, um, can you just talk to me a little bit about what were you doing before you met VIP Ignite last year? Um, so before I met VIP Ignite, I was actually in South Dakota working at a banquet for a hotel and, you know, not living my best not life, not doing what I wanted to do, what really fulfilled me, you know, full of joy. And then I found VIP Ignite and they were able to help me get a real photo shoot, put me in front of the real castings and people who would actually see me. So I could be out there and actually have a chance to go for my dream. That's awesome. I w we were actually looking at um, photos from the first photo shoot today. I'm not going to show I them. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to show them, saw, but. <laughs> I saw a couple. I saw a couple. One of my agents sent me a little peep of what it was. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> You're like, who is that guy, right? But we got, we got to embrace it because that's where we were. And yep. this is where we are now. Yeah, it's definitely. Definitely a huge transformation for sure. So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about um, the event in New York City. I know that it, it's overwhelming. I mean, you come in, you have a photo shoot. We do, a, we do a whole day that's a mastermind. And then we do the day where you actually get to meet, all, meet everyone. So what yes. was your biggest aha moment at the event? Um, my biggest aha moment besides meeting the agents was during the mastermind, there was um, a... There was an actor who was there who was named um, Thomas Waits. He's amazing. He's phenomenal, by the way. The theater, he does it all. He was having everyone go up and do their monologue, which we prepped for, you know, before, you know, uh, coming to the New York City event. And I had my monologue down. I was so ready. I was so excited to present it. And then it came to the time where they, like, okay, you know, whoever wants to do their monologue, come up. I was so nervous. My heart was fluttering. I was like, oh, they're going to laugh. This is going to be bad. 
I was like, you know what? Take a deep breath in and just go up there and give it your all. And I did. And I think the best part was is at the end, he found other ways to even help more help evoke the emotion and, you know, really help me dig down to what the real problem was and, you know, work from there. And once I started working with him and he helped me with that, I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And I knew from then on that, you know, this is what I really wanted to do. That's awesome. So um, how did that that workshop was it was a couple hours long. So how did that help you like even to today? Because I know that you're always reading scripts. I follow your Instagram. So you're always reading scripts and prepping. Scripts and coffee and Starbucks. (laughs) Right? Scripts and coffee. That should be the name of our um, our show. Scripts and coffee. Scripts and coffee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So, So how did that workshop with Thomas Waits, how did that help you even to this day as you're preparing for different roles and different auditions? I think another thing that, like, like you said, that helps me prepare. Um, one thing that I did take from him is thinking someone saying something and then take that emotion. Like, even though they're not there, think as if they did say that and then take that emotion and then go into it with that exact force and evoke that same emotion and keep that. And that's, I think, what I still use today. Like, if I'm supposed to get angry or something, I'll pretend someone said something that really, re- like, really resonated with me and got my blood boiling. Mm-hmm. And then I will use that, you know, to go from there. So that is something I do use still that's, to this day. That's fantastic. So um, that's great, especially since you're doing all of these auditions and all. That's, that's awesome that you're still using that. Oh, yeah, that. no, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Cool. So let's talk about you meeting Ryan Colby, your agent at the event. Like, what were you thinking when you met him? Were you like, oh, or were you excited? Like, Um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So just to be 100% honest, we were there. Um, It was like, it was the second day. I remember it was the second day at the end. So there was, it was the, uh, it was the workshop day because it's workshop, the mastermind. So it was the Mm -hmm. workshop day at the end of the workshop. I walked up to him, he was by the elevator, everyone was getting ready to leave. And I'm like, Ryan, um, I really want to model, I really want to act, this is what I want to do, like, this is what I want. And then he's like, um, <laughs> he's like, you need a total makeover or whatever this is, this is not working. I don't know what you're doing, but it's not happening. And then I was like, okay, he's like, no, you really need an extreme makeover. So then the next day I went out to H&M, I got clothes that would, you know, help me look like a model, help me you know, like anything that would help me get recognized. And then he messaged me that next morning and was like, um, hey, do you want to get a book? Blah, 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 blah. Like, if you're serious and you can move to New York City, I'll take you on. I was like, oh, okay. So then right after the event, I stayed in contact with him. I called him like once every two days, you know, to keep letting know like, hey, Ryan, this is what I'm doing. I'm working right now. I'm saving money. I'm ready. As soon as uh, January 3rd hit, I packed up and I went straight there and then ryan became my agent from then on that's awesome so what was your mindset like between okay so you you're at this event and you meet all these amazing people now you go back to south dakota and you're like okay i have to work really hard because i have to save up money to do this so like what what was your mindset like as you were going through those long hours and preparing to move to new york i think my mindset really was is this isn't where i want to be i'm not happy here and another thing that helped me with that is even with what VIP Ignite says, do what makes you happy. If you're not happy, what are you living for? You know, live for joy. We, our time on this earth is, you know, very short. 
So I was like, so every time I was working or I'd be, cause I was doing 17, 18 hour days, flipping back to back weddings. I'm like, you know what? I want this. I want this. This is for New York. This is for me, New York, my happiness and my dreams. And I think that's what really helped me going. And then, you know, as soon as January hit, I was out and haven't looked back since then. I think I've been back to South Dakota twice just to see my family. That's awesome. So let's talk about this total makeover that Ryan put you through. Because oh. everyone, everybody wants to be a model, but I think that... Um, but you really people... got to put a lot into it. It's not, it's not simple. It's not just a face. It's a, it's a whole lot. You know, you have, to have the, you have to really want it no matter what. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your workout, for example. Are you working out the same now as you were in, when you were in South Dakota? What's different? No, um, I was in sports growing up and then I just stopped. So I never really worked out. Like even I only worked out, I guess when I was in football when I first started, but other than that, I never worked out. And then once I came to uh, New York, I started working out every single day. It was like clockwork, wake up in the morning, go, wake up in the morning, go, go, go. And I think that helped drive me because once my workout was done for the day, it was like, okay, what's next to accomplish? What else can I succeed at today? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So Again, talk just a little bit about the workouts. Like how many hours a day are you working out or just different? Are you doing more intensity? Like do you work out differently if you're preparing for a fashion show than you are if you're preparing for, for an audition? Okay, okay. Um, that's kind of hard to say because when I work out, I, my main goal is abs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's my main goal so it's like okay you get there it's like okay cool 30 35 minutes straight abs no matter what so then you do that you know whatever you do really high intensities like on my instagram today i had a ball in my feet and i was moving it around in circles that really mm -hmm. works the abs i do stuff like that or i'll do like a lot of crunches or when i go there i'll have like a, a buddy there and i can throw like a 20 pound medicine ball at him and we throw him back and forth while doing sit-ups and then after that, it's like, you know, chest, arm, whatever I want to do. But the main workout is the abs because, you know, that's the biggest thing, especially like when you're doing fashion and stuff like that, your body needs to be on point. Yeah. Not saying it has to because there's, you know, plus size models and everything. But in the, in the, in the niche that I'm in, my body needs to be on point. Awesome. So Let's talk a little bit about food because food is one of my favorite things in the world. Oh. So what type of diet are you on? I'm on like a chicken diet. Um, <sighs> so I eat chicken for like lunch, dinner, sometimes even breakfast if I still have it. Mm -hmm. um, I eat just the regular white meat, the, you know, you just get from the store, just get the thighs, the legs, whatever. Mm -hmm. I probably cook a whole one throughout the day and I eat that whole thing. And then I have green beans. And I saute them almost every, you know, for lunch and dinner. And if I get tired of that, I'll have like avocado and tuna or something like that. But recently I've been having In-N-Out Burger a lot. We're not going to tell Ryan because I'm sure he'll be very upset if he hears that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll stick between us. So, um, like, I have a question for you. When you're yes. living in the model apartment, who does all the cooking? Is it Ryan or do you do the, who does the cooking? Uh, Ryan doesn't like me cooking. <laughs> why not, he not like me cooking he says that i'm messy when i cook <laughs> he's like you're such a mess when you cook so no <laughs> cooking so i was like okay so he does a lot of the cooking 
Now, what happens if Ryan Colby cooks something and you, you're, you're like, this is terrible. I hate this. Like, do you still have to eat it? Or do you sneak out to, like, Burger King or something? Like, tell me about um, that. Um, well, <laughs> okay, so I guess to put it in perspective, um, there's been things I don't like that he's cooked, but you just eat them anyways because they're usually pretty healthy. Just, like, the cabbage stew was the hottest thing I've ever tasted in my life burned my tongue the worst thing ever but it was probably like the best thing i've ever had you know what i mean like body wise to help mm -hmm. clean out the system and regenerate myself but um i guess i've never really had a thing that he doesn't eat because i eat everything okay that's yeah. good i guess i guess something we're learning here is that if you're going to be a model you have to be resilient with your food uh, yeah exactly and if there's something i really don't want like even at night if i'm really hungry I'm not going to make chicken, so I'm going to have, like, yogurt and oats or something, because that's the best thing to have at night. Okay. Awesome. So, can you give us some insider um, information about what it's like to live in a model apartment? Like... Oh, boy. <laughs> like, like so what like, is that like? <laughs> it's like a college dorm room, kind of-ish. Um, okay. Like, three, four of us, you know, we all stay, like, in the living room. We all hang out. Um, a good thing is it's... The, a good thing about the model apartment is everyone wants what you want. Okay. Everyone's going for the same thing, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, oh, I'm going to go out in this casting. I hope I get it. You go out on either your acting casting or your model casting. Like, oh, I hope I get that. I hope I land that. So you keep that same drive. And, you know, uh, successful people are surrounded by successful people. And so I think that's a great thing about the model apartment is, you know, everybody wants to be successful. And so everybody feeds off of positive energy. Awesome. So are you guys, is there a sense of competition or is there more of a sense of camaraderie? I think it's more a sense of, of camaraderie. I don't really see it. I don't see it as competition personally, but yeah, no, I haven't seen any competition. I think everyone just, you know, camaraderates and wants the best for everybody. Cause that, that's why we're here. That's awesome. That's so true. Yeah. So Shortly after landing in New York City, you walked your first fashion show, right? Yes, February 13th, or February 8th, I think was my first one. Yeah, that's crazy. So can you talk a little bit about what that was like? Oh, wow. So my very first fashion show, I, went to, I was going to shoot with a photographer, and the photographer was like, oh, hey, I have this, um, my buddy's doing like a fashion show, I think your look would be good for it. So I went there. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I go there. Everybody's got, like, mad body. They're all taking off their shirts, putting on clothes. And I get there, and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I'm James Johnson. I'm a Kobe management. I'm like, okay, sign in. Take your shirt off. Take the photo. I didn't try on any clothes. And they said, okay, we'll see you later. Bye, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It was my first casting. So I was like, oh, man, I didn't get it. I was kind of bummed. Like, Ryan will tell you, I, I'm not going I'm not gonna front. I went straight home, and I literally just laid in bed and was like, dang you know oh and, and then the next day i got the call saying hey you're closing the show i was like what <laughs> so yeah that was awesome i closed my very first show on my debut for landlord which if you guys don't know you should check them out they're amazing so what does it mean that you closed the show just in case someone's watching and they're like okay that sounds it's obviously it's something great but what does that yes. mean so closing the show mean i was the last one to walk and um, an interesting thing that they did for me was um, if you ever watch traditional fashion shows like in Milan or Paris, um, they wait 10 seconds after everyone's walked and then they let a supermodel come out. 
they kind of did the same thing for me when I closed the show. Everyone was like, okay, the music's still going, but no models are coming out. Ten seconds later, I come walking out with no pants, just a big sweatshirt and underwear on, <laughs> and some long khaki socks and some clown shoes. <laughs> but it, it was so fun. I had a great time. And, yeah. you know, ever since then, I've been going to more and more shows. And, awesome. Yeah. So what what are you what have you worked on since that show? Like, give us a sneak peek into the life of James Johnson. Um, what have I worked on since that show? I've worked on a lot of stuff. Um, I've even I'm on a, I've done a lot of magazines since that show. Uh, I did walk for Nolcho, which was really big. That was fun, and I'm going to be going to Milan in January. What? So I'll be able to walk there as well. Yeah, I'll be going to Milan for Angel, with Angels and Demons. That's awesome, James. So through all of this, obviously you're not booking shows every day. You're not booking, you're not getting every audition. So how do you keep no. your mindset positive? Like uh, during the times where maybe things aren't going exactly the way that you want them to go? Um, that's a good question. You just got to stay focused, you know, because there's days where nobody wants you and there's days where everybody wants you and you just have to know there's good and bad days or maybe your body type isn't just what they're looking for that day and you just got to keep that mindset because you know if you because in this industry they'll eat you alive if you allow them to so if you stay strong you'll be strong you'll show it the confidence will come out more than anything and people will see that and it'll resonate with them and then they'll be like you know what i want that guy i like that guy so you just want to stand out any way you can and don't let it eat you whole because New York is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. So yeah, there's been plenty of times where I was like, okay, and I haven't went, didn't go on a casting for like 30 days, you know, the next mm -hmm. thing you know, boom, 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 casting, shoot, 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 shoot. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on the seat and there are seasons as well. So you just have to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's so true. So you have, um, been in New York and now you're currently in LA so you can can you speak to the difference of being in New York versus being in Los Angeles um yeah so <clears throat> LA is LA is very fun New York is really fun New York isn't as cold <laughs> or New York isn't as warm but mm -hmm. um LA is really fun I do a lot of shoots here I like I like the shoots um, they're more uh like Cali boy type of shoots which are really fun Mm -hmm. And there are a lot more body here than there's in New York. New York is a lot more straight fashion. You know, they want the big clothes and everything like that. In um, California, it's a little less clothing. <laughs> and, you know, just a, a different atmosphere. Okay. That's awesome. So um, what are you doing in California right now? Give us a little sneak peek into what's going on right now for you. Oh, so right now I'm in California. I'm going to auditions, doing stuff for acting right now. Um, I've also got some cool shoots set up coming up, which will be great. Stay tuned for that. Can't um, wait. And I was on a magazine for Mr. Warburton. So that's another, I came out here um, and, you know, I started collaborating with Mr. Warburton. And so now I help with his social media, the influencing and stuff like that. And I go and meet people and, you know, and I'm on the magazine, which is really cool. So. Very yeah, nice. that's another thing I do here. I do part-time for Mr. Warburton magazine. Oh, that's really cool. That, that must be exciting. Would you have thought one year ago that you would be doing that? No, <laughs> never. 
That's awesome. My social media wasn't even strong then, but now I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while. It's something. It's it's a learning curve. That's something other. That, that's another thing that people don't always realize is that it's more than showing up for auditions and for shoots. You have to run your whole life as a business. Exactly. So like, your Instagram needs to show that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's five or six, every six days you make a photo, it doesn't matter. As long as you show, per, you want to show personality, mm-hmm. but you also want to show business and caring for what you're doing. And if you want to model, you want to show really strong modeling pics. You know, you want your followers to be loyal and not, you know, leave you if you post something they don't like. Mm-hmm. I have that happen a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's social media. Sometimes people just get their get themselves upset for whatever reason, and just like you, all of a sudden your numbers will drop. It has nothing to do with you. There's nothing to do with you. Yeah. A lot of times it's actually not a bad thing because maybe it's people that actually aren't real that are dropping off. So. Exactly. Exactly. So here's a question. Yes. What, what has been your, the biggest surprise for you about modeling and acting professionally? Because you're doing this full time now. So like, yes. what is the one thing like you just weren't expecting that you're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy um i guess the modeling just the the connecting with everybody everybody knows everybody in this industry and you know it's just it's so like it's such an honor to meet like people who are like major photographers and just get to meet like amazing people like shooting with um matias or i just went to a casting for david la chapelle which is exactly i just seen your face exactly (laughs) i thought I got the casting. I was like, oh, this is, I don't know if this is fake. Is this real? Because he, he hasn't done it in like 10 years. And then so my agents called and they're like, oh, no, this is real. This is real. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> so that was another awesome thing, you know, and just, just shooting with people and uh, creating a family, so to say, you know, yeah. creating your own circle. Um, the acting thing, wow, a- acting is so fun. I, I, I love it. You know, I'm in my own personal world. And I always knew that acting is what I wanted to do because when I'm watching a movie, I picture me in that movie as a character. Cool. So what has been your favorite moment? Like, like um, the one moment that you're like, I will, I promise myself I will never forget this as long as I live. Like what was that moment for you so far in the last year? Oh, there's been so many moments like that. <laughs> um, the number one moment, I'd probably say the event, when the event happened, the very first event. Once okay. I left that event, I was like, wow, there's so much information I just got that it's like, it was just crazy how open I was, you know? It's just, it was amazing. I, I was actually woke. Like, I, it was an awakening for me on this is all the knowledge they gave me. Now I have all this knowledge. Now I need to actually use it for something. Awesome. We've been talking behind the scenes a little bit about there's a photo of you with Phil Sullivan where you're like, so now, like, what is it like to be kind of on that level? Like, I, like, it was, like, I just remember you being so awestruck. And oh, now, yeah, no, like, you're... I saw Phil Sullivan. I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. He's on yeah. America's the next top model. Like, yeah. he was doing a lot. And that, that's just so amazing. And now for me to like look at that and be like, wow, like I see where he's been, you know, now that I have like the, a lot of, not saying I have the experience he has, but that I have like some experience, it's, it's just amazing. You know, it's a, if you put the hard work into it, the, it'll come for you, you know? Yeah. 
That's true. And, I, and, and I'm noticing that. I've been working every day, doing everything I can. You know, if there's a script, I'll read the script. You know, uh, acting-wise, modeling-wise, anything I need to do. And now it's like, you know, I'm just watching everything unfold. And, you know, I'm just blessed every day. Awesome. Well, on that note, I think that um, I think our time is up. And I just want to thank you so much for being on here and sharing your insights Again, your transformation story, your transformation has been something that's been a marvel to watch over the last year. And I can't wait to see what's yet to come. I know the best is yet to come. And I hope that um, when you're, maybe not when you're in Milan, but maybe after you get back from Milan, we could do another show together so that you could tell everyone the difference between New York, Los Angeles, and Milan. And Milan. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. We definitely okay. should do that. That's awesome. So th again, thank you so much for your time today, James. I really do appreciate it. I know you're busy. I know you have a lot to do. Thank you for um, spending a, like a half an hour of your afternoon with me. Yeah, and no problem. Awesome. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee in the Green Room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. Don't forget to go to coffeeinthegreenroom.com for bonus materials, free gifts, and to learn how you can be on the next episode of Coffee in the Green Room. Coffee in the Green Room.